What's up, everybody? It's your host, Brooke Saborn, a.k.a. Your Girl Middle Child Lives. And this week on the pod, I interviewed Erica. Erica tells us all about her adoption from Guatemala to the United States and how that led her to her YouTube channel and her small business. So without further ado, here's Erica. Okay, so now I'm joined by Erica. Erica, thank you so much for coming. And I was wondering, would you please introduce yourself and tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Hi, my name is Erica. I'm located in Long Island, New York. I originally was in the Bronx before. Um, I'm 20. Um, my channel is Erica Brandwine, originally known as Life with Erica. It's pretty much um, vlogs, lifestyle, business. Yeah. Nice. And I have a question about the Bronx. How do people say it there? (laughs) (laughs) So I lived in Riverdale and that was considered like the nice part of the Bronx. But if you didn't exactly fit in over there, kind of with the whole lifestyle of smoking, fighting, you know, kind of big personality stuff. It was a hot mess. So I went to school in my neighborhood first, and right off the bat, there was problems, and it was it was not good at all, <laughs> honestly. But I went to school in the city as I got older, and then I ended up going to private school because I have ADHD. So that in itself, living in the Bronx, and then, you know, being um, with uh, learning disabilities and stuff, it just, it didn't really go together. <laughs> mm, yeah, I feel that you gotta surround yourself by like what's gonna make you thrive. Yeah. Uh, will you tell us a little bit about your channel? What so, we're here to talk about today? Yeah. So my channel was originally started in 20, 2018, I believe. And I first started off with like those trending videos like um texting someone else's friend like oh i uh, your boyfriend's cheating on you like i started out with those trending videos <laughs> listen to the music i listen to and then i kind of started going down a deep hole so i kind of brought people along on that journey and i disappeared for a while towards 2021 and uh the end of 2022 so most of my channel is to teach other people how to start a business how to get through depression and anxiety um kind of through an adoptee's eyes as well as i'm adopted so i do a lot of talking about that and it's kind of just through my life (laughs) Mm Mhm. gotta love it and i saw that you um Did you, when you were doing those trends and stuff, did you like put those videos to private? Yes, I did. Because I could not, I did not see any of those. (laughs) Yes, well, it's kind of been like a rebranding phase with my channel because my target audience before 2023 was like the people that's popping, the trends, the, you know, following that stuff. But Mm -hmm. that wasn't really what my intentions wanted to be when I first started. So now I'm traveling a little bit backwards to kind of find the D 
deeper part of wanting to create with other people, wanting to teach people through uh, my, you know, my different videos to at least one person just take something that resonates with them, you know? So mm -hmm. now's my rebranding of trying to connect with other creators, such as we are. Um, I love uh, marketing for uh, products and businesses. So that's kind of the route I'm taking now, uh, more of a teachable approach. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. And we'll get way more into that. But <laughs> I want to start out with a trivia game that I made for you. Awesome. Want to uh, <laughs> most likely get all of them wrong. Nothing against <laughs> you, but I, no one ever gets these right. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? Yeah. Okay, so my first question, and by the way, these all like relate to what I've seen in your work a little bit. Oh, okay, okay. So, so like I feel like I give people a chance. All right, I got this. <laughs> okay, globally, what percent of companies are small businesses? Eighty-five percent. What? That was so close. It's ninety percent. As of this year, um, and that's actually a really close answer. Holy crap. Oh, I was doing the Google thing um, for their certificates, their free certificates, and that was one of the questions. Oh, shoot. What, did you do it last year? Maybe it's changed. Yeah, I did it last okay. year. All right, we'll give you that one. That was really close, though. I gotta, I gotta start getting back onto following mm -hmm. up. All right, of that 90%, how many of those small businesses start at home? 75%. 50. What? Yeah. Wow. I know, right? I'm like, really? <laughs> okay. Okay. So now it's a little bit of cosmetics questions. Yes. Who owns Burt's Bees, like what company? Ooh. It's a shocker. I think I know this one. Is it Sephora? It's Clorox. What? I know, right? I don't think I would, if they're really into chemicals and stuff, I don't think I would do that. Right, oh my gosh. Speaking of uh, which, and actually, this leads me into my next trivia question. But speaking of which, I know of a really good app that you can scan any product and it will tell you like... Wait, what is it? It's called Yuka, Y-U-K-A, and I suggest it to everybody. Yuka? Mm-hmm. And the little... Y-U-K-A? Yeah, the logo is a carrot and you can scan any product at the grocery store and it tells you like... On a scale from one to 100, how good or bad it is for you and what in it is bad for you. So. Okay, that's good to know. Just so you know. I'm definitely gonna do that now. I'm obsessed. I'm at the grocery store scan, scan, scan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's really good to have. Mm hmm. All right, but that leads me to my next question, mm -hmm. which is concerning. But on average, how many chemicals do women apply to their bodies every single day? 90%. No, how, like how many, like how, how many chemicals? Oh, how many so chemicals? It's just a okay, yeah. about 150. 
so close. Really? 168 on average. So, oh, you know, a lot of people okay. are out there are getting 150. But oh it's an average. This is like women only. There are different statistics for men. But on average, women use 12 products every single day. So, yeah, in those products, there's 168. So, that's a lot, but... Okay, this one... Um, this next question I made specifically for you because I got a lip gloss from your brand. Yes. So, my question is, what is the most expensive lip gloss in the whole world? And it's, like, way more than you would possibly even imagine. Is it Dior's, uh, uh, they have like a jelly gloss now? Is Mm-mm. it? No? So, oh crap. I don't even have the name on here of the lip gloss, but I can figure it out. I'll put that at the end of the episode. Okay. <laughs> it the lip gloss is 14 million dollars but it's because of the case which is reusable so you you initially buy the 14 million dollar case and it's covered in diamonds and gold so i'll have to see who made that one but it's 18 karat gold with 3700 diamonds on it so are we really paying for the lip gloss are we paying no it's not even the lip gloss (laughs) it's like you just want to be seen putting that lip gloss on. <laughs> oh my God. Crazy. Yeah. For real. Okay. Um, that's all the trivia questions that I have for oh, you. Wow, We're going to give you the first one. <laughs> Honestly, I'm also going to give you the one where you got 150 chemicals because <laughs> that was close enough to nobody ever like. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm going to school. Uh, soon to get my esthetician li- uh, license, so oh, nice. I'm really try to get ahead. <laughs> oh heck yeah, I love it. Um, okay, so let's get into our interview. Um, when and why did you initially start your YouTube channel? I started my YouTube channel in the transition of the end of middle school to the beginning of high school. And I started it because I didn't really have that many friends and I really enjoyed being in front of the camera, especially when I was younger as well. So after watching so many YouTube videos, I kind of was like, why don't I try? So I started trying with my little iPhone 4 at the time and it started to kind of you know go places in the sense of i started doing uh at the time it was not tiktok it was musically musically so i actually just saw that in one of your videos (laughs) (laughs) so i started from musically and those people started following my youtube so that's kind of how it started but uh, it kind of was really how I coped with a lot of like the bullying that was going on. I just sat there for hours and would edit. Nice. Oh my gosh, I love editing. It's, it's so, so fun to me. You like it? <laughs> and I like, I like music, go to Barnes and Nobles. Yeah. Okay. 
I love how you edit like memes into your videos sometimes. Oh, I, feel like I love it when people do that. Now that it I totally have... sets the mood when there's a yeah. meme in there. <laughs> now that I put my job in and doing this full time, I'm really able to dive in and like edit the way I really want to. Oh, speaking of which, my next question actually was, can you tell us about your journey of quitting your job? <sighs> Alrighty. So I'm going to go a little way back to about a year ago. When I first moved to Long Island, I started at this school tutor time. And honestly, I loved it. I really did. But they took advantage of having young, determined people there that just really wanted to be there for the children. We got a new boss, and that boss just really didn't like me. So she decided to lie and say that I screamed at her, was cursing at her. Meanwhile, like, everybody saw what happened. So once I left that school, I kind of was, like, doing my own thing. But I really missed working with children, so I went into a new school. And honestly, it's really just the people that work in there. A lot of them are women, so naturally they think that arguing or you know, it's fun and it's really not. So after a while, I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. It, it didn't make me happy. Um, not the children, but the co-workers. You mm, have to yeah. me all day. Like, I'm sorry, mm. but I'm not going to sit there and like do this with you. Especially like coming from where I came from, like we didn't do any of that. It was, you know, tougher. So I felt like I was going in the backwards. Bronx. Yes, I felt like I was going backwards <laughs> instead of forwards, emotionally, like physically. Like it was a lot of work, mm. but I decided to just walk away, honestly. And at first, I was really scared because I didn't really decide to have like a backup job, and you know. Um, so I really just took a huge leap of faith into it, and so far it's been working out. <laughs> Nice. So specifically now, I'm more into the content creation for the sense of I'm an Amazon influencer. So that's been really, really fun to work with them. Um, I'm a brand ambassador for a few brands. So, you know, networking has definitely been really fun. Nice. Uh, I love networking. And this podcasting is my favorite way. Yeah. <laughs> it's so amazing. I like when people just sit and talk like... I feel mm-hmm. like that's when you get to really know people and stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, and I've been trying to attend networking events lately, too. So if you have those in your area, would suggest. Yeah. I definitely got um, more. <laughs> so uh, did you start your business before quitting your job after what was your journey with that kind of like so i started my business oof. okay so my business has been a huge journey tell us all uh, about it <laughs> yeah so i started my business uh when my depression really got out of hand like it was just to the roof. So I tapped into like my creative side and decided designing and watching videos on lip gloss, like the color, why people wear it, and you know, that type of stuff. So initially I started it 
my last year of high school. Uh, I forgot when I graduated, but my last year of high school. And I brought it to school to like show people and they were like, oh, you should sell this. So I started selling it kind of straight from there. I would make it, they would tell me, oh, I want this one, whatever. So I was like, nice. oh, I wanted to reach other people, like my friends and family, you know, uh, all over. So I built my website on GoDaddy. That's my first original one. And I kept taking breaks because I just kept going through so much emotionally with my adoption. It was, it was a huge uh, journey kind of in its own. So that's kind of how I coped with it. Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> I swear it feels like you're just reading through my list of questions because you are just leading me into the next because <laughs> I really want to talk about um, your adoption because uh, on your website you have like a whole about me story and stuff yeah. and it's I would love to hear more about that but I did realize I don't think that we name dropped your business yet oh and to nice. tell a little bit more about it yes so my business is life with Erica it's considered loss for change because 10% of every single order for every single product so far, such as I also sell body butters and soaps, and every product is named specifically after something uh, for Guatemala because that's what inspires me. But I slowly am also gonna just kind of put like Erica's kind of, you know, uh, lifestyle stuff. So some yeah. uh, with some uh, business names and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, we built stoves, water filters when we go back to Guatemala with some of the profit, but I sent so far uh, money over there because of the pandemic. So I haven't been since. Well, you've still got the, you've got plenty of time ahead of yeah. you to, to <laughs> you're too funny. Don't, it's fine. Um, so can you please take us down the journey? Uh, that is the story um, that I read on your website. Okay. So I was adopted from Guatemala at one year old and at 18, I read my uh, little letter from my mom that she wrote and a picture of us. So that's the cliffhanger right there. So we're gonna go wow, backwards. For real. And <gasps> growing up, I had a white mom and when we're together, we obviously are different shades. They consider me darker, but when we're not together, I'm a little lighter. It's, it's a whole lot. But um, it's it was me and my brother that's also adopted, and we're not blood related. We've just been adopted together. He's uh, older than me, so you know he was from uh, a uh, what's that called orphanage, and I was just kind of boom. Here you go. <laughs> but I was born in Esquintla, Guatemala, and growing up when we would do those family trees and you know bring your this today and you know i always felt so left out because i didn't know my family tree at all so when i would see all the other kids it felt like something was missing which technically was mm -hmm. um 
and growing up like kids would just say the most weirdest hurtful things like before um when my mom would pick me up they'd be like that's not your mom she's white like it was really crazy like most people wouldn't think those things and i felt like that's why i was really upset growing up because nobody was listening to like the things people would say to me there's been people that asked my mom um oh what was it a one night stand like yeah it was crazy growing up did you so, do you have a single mom like yeah don't people realize mom. that the dad could be guatemalan like it people <laughs> blew my mind every single day but that's what created like a lot of anger towards my adoption and mm-hmm. uh growing up my mom was a single mom so she was working a lot and at the time i didn't really understand but now slowly as i'm growing i'm really thankful <laughs> we went through a lot but yeah growing up people were just so aggressive towards like making me feel like i have to be grateful for everything and it wasn't that i wasn't grateful because you were adopted yeah and it wasn't that i wasn't grateful and you know whatever but you can't also paint my mom as like some savior like they put this narrative that like oh she saved you she did so you're in debt of her essentially huh so that you're in debt of her essentially yeah like it's it's <clears throat> sorry like I, in exchange have to be like this give this it's very strange mm-hmm. um but that's kind of that's what really created the anger like in school when people knew i was adopted they would use it against me uh, this one girl that i was literally best friends with knew my family and everything we got into one argument and she decided to be like well that's why your mom gave you up because you don't you're you're i forgot exactly what she said but she said something about like how i am or whatever because i didn't i just didn't want to go with them somewhere yeah wow oh my gosh and how old were you when you were adopted i was one years old oh okay it was a process so (laughs) yeah but originally, when I was first adopted, I had a mom and dad, I guess you could say, because they were married. Um, and he was my dad till I was, like, seven. I lived in Florida. Yeah, so. Oh. <laughs> Once the hurricane, I forgot exactly which hurricane it was, uh, he kind of disappeared, and then we still saw him, but one day it just stopped once we moved to New York, because we lived in Bayside, Storia, Queens. I moved a lot. What the heck? Okay. Am I allowed to pry a little bit? Yeah. Okay, because how is it that you were adopted at one year old, but your, like, biological dad, I'm not sure what you call it personally, but was still in your life? How? So, no, he wasn't my dad. Oh. He was my like, adoptive mom and dad. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I was like, how on earth would... No, no, I was my adoptive so... dad. Yeah. Okay. But technically, oh, I don't think my adoptive dad anymore because he wasn't on the adoption papers, so... Yeah, I, and he left. I was just uh, there. See ya. Whatever. Yeah, I'm sorry that that happened to both of you, you and your mom and your brother. I feel like everything happens for a reason, honestly. 
Yeah. I mean, you're right. So how does all of that um, lead you to what, what you do? So everything that's pretty much happened in my life, because like I'm very open about my teen years. I left home. I was going to friend's house, to friend house, because me and my mom just we didn't have an emotional connection. Because emotionally, she was very absent. Um, because you know, I traveled growing up, and that was mostly like when we had family time. But it was really not like an emotional connection. So uh, now that I'm older and coping with it, it's better. But with time, you know, it comes. Because I forget that I'm only 20 sometimes. I've done a lot of stuff growing up. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's kind of what fuels my fire. A lot of the different things that happen. Because, like, my goal really is to inspire people that feel like it's the end. You know? Yeah. (laughs) And... um... I can't remember what video it was of yours, but you said everyone has a story and it depends on how you use it or something like that. Okay, yes. This, and I'm like, this is relating to you. (laughs) Yes, I don't remember exactly which video that was, but I went really into this phase of, like, knowing your shadow basically and the only story that like you know is yours so the way we use what happens to us is really why things happen i don't really know how to explain it in words but everyone is the way they are because of what has happened in their life and it kind of like guides how you'll navigate like future situations in a way yeah and it's okay sometimes to go backwards a little bit, you know? <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> uh, you're so right. <laughs> um, I feel like uh, some people don't take me serious because of how young I am. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> big thing. That's really annoying, actually, but it's yeah. okay. First of all, you'll have to grow out of it eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, honestly, people who treat other people a certain way because of like ex status that they have in any like it's just who cares what they think anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so I was watching one of your videos and you said in your your guide on how to start making money on social media that um, first you want to like decide what you're going to be creating content about and then you listed off like kind of like some types that you can get into how would you describe yourself in that category okay I'm figuring out my niche or whatever, but you really don't need to exactly have a niche because that's where I started. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the more I'm going um, into really taking it serious, I feel like you do have to have a niche because what I really want are creators, influencers, and to teach people. So you definitely got to figure out exactly what you want to do. <laughs> And don't yeah. get so caught up in making content every day. Batch edit. 
Ooh, yeah, I know some people who do that, and I'm like, as much as that's so smart, I've never done it. <laughs> it makes it so much easier. Hmm. Might have to take a <laughs> take your advice on that one. <laughs> um. So I know that you said that you like love editing. Do you do all of your own work as far as like yes. videos go and your business and everything? Yes. So I do everything talking about I'm the creative <laughs> director for everything. I'm the product developer. Uh, it's a lot of work. I'm social media manager. I'm my own assistant half the time because I have to tell myself, oh, you got to do this, this. But um, you're like, Erica, you have something scheduled for today. <laughs> yes, all the time. And you're like, thanks, Erica. <laughs> honestly, yeah. But honestly, I feel like the best way to work is to have a team as I'm slowly be, uh, I'm slowly starting to create a team. So I just recently dropped my ambassador program. And I'm right now uh, going through the contracts. I'm going through um, who's going to be a part of it initially. So I want to definitely be a bigger team. Like I want to definitely get some photographers. Uh, I want to do more uh, collabing with editors because that is the thing that takes the most time. Everything like editing pictures <laughs> after I take them is crazy. Mm -hmm. But my mom's starting to get involved too. She she started oh. like this. So maybe it'll be a family business. <laughs> I was just gonna say it's a family business now. <laughs> awesome. Um, so how long did it how long did it take to get started with the products? Like from idea to this is getting shipped out. Alright, so uh, I'm someone like, if I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. So mm -hmm. I saved money. I was babysitting at the time. I <sighs> I just wanted to start so badly, but I knew I couldn't if I didn't do it the right way. And they say just start. I agree with that, but you also need to have some type of idea of what's going on. <laughs> so I would continuously watch videos on different formulas, different colors, why this base is better than this base. There was a lot of comparing, contrasting all the time. And because I was by myself, I didn't really ask too many people like, oh, what do you think of this? I mm -hmm. tried. And I actually went through four different styles and formulas, and I'm still updating my formula formulas today um, and packaging. So... Wait, which for the audience are cruelty-free and vegan? Yes, it took about seven months to really get everything together. And I started with $500. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, and I don't know. <laughs> it's, Is uh, it going well? Yeah, it's going really well. I mean, oh, like, yes. Yes. That is so good to hear. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, gave about... 300 I believe in uh 
the order percent total of 10% per order to Guatemala. So, yeah, we're doing really good. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Let's go. It can't happen without all the people that are supporting. So, nice. it's really thanks to them. And once I will, once I get my uh, lip gloss that I ordered, I'll let everybody know how splendid it is. Thank you so much. <laughs> and how glossy I look. Yes. So I'm really excited because we're going to start getting into pigment glosses because your um, oh. gloss was in for a while, but some people want some pigment. So we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. I'm a clear gloss person all Me the way. Me too. But, you know, some people do their lips up like really well, and I just can't do it. So I I respect, but I just don't partake. <laughs> yeah, right now I'm formulating uh, a lip pencil currently. So oh, <laughs> okay. Announcement. Okay. <laughs> all right. So um. What is your process like when you create a video from start to finish? All right, so I'm kind of like on demand. I make a list of all the videos and if you need a list of videos to do, I have that on my YouTube channel for during quarantine and you can still use those even though we're out of quarantine. Uh, but I write down like a list of different videos, a 30 day list and I could literally just pick one video per day it doesn't really matter uh, but it's just the editing process that takes longer so it looks like i'm not posting as much but <laughs> the process mm -hmm. is happening um, oh yeah i just pick from like a list of 30. yeah always that's have a, a really good idea i used to keep like a notebook with video ideas but i grew out of a lot of those ideas by now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Um, okay, so my funsies question for the day. If you're an OG listener, you already know what I'm about to ask. What is the wildest thing that you've ever done for YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so the wildest thing okay, this video is yeah. off the internet, like Nobody can go watch this anymore. I'm excited because you have hidden videos on your channel, so now we know it's gonna get juicy. <laughs> One day I think those will make a comeback. Okay, so when I was in high school, I was going to school in Times Square, and what was really popping was like going up to random people, asking them questions. It was really awkward. So I went up to this couple and my friend was with me. <laughs> so it was like the video of like, oh, would you let me take your girlfriend? Would you let me take your boyfriend? Blah, blah, blah. <sighs> we went up and my friend goes, oh, can I talk to your boyfriend? He's cute. I was uh -oh. like, what? Why would she do that for real, for real? Like, she meant it like she didn't care about the video anymore she was like oh just stop recording like he's really cute i was like what so mm -hmm. i was so embarrassed because i was like this is not what we're supposed to be doing for the video like this is not good <laughs> and she didn't realize that the girl was really about to fight her right there yeah oh no so the boy was like oh no no like no 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 and my friend was literally so <laughs> persistent and the girl when i tell you she like walked her right in the face 
right? There was police oh, officers, no. everything. And I was like, no, why, why, why? But I can't lie, the YouTuber me, I was like, oh, world star. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got that on camera. <laughs> and so a crowd started forming. They were fighting on the floor. It was so embarrassing. That was like the craziest thing I had to do for YouTube. Uh-huh. Oh my <laughs> so that's gosh. why I stay away from going out to people right now. Kind of uh, those videos are like really popular right now like uh -huh. the ones where people go up to other people like you know they've been people have been doing that for a while but they you know they're like really popular lately it seems i'm gonna get back it's still probably when i like travel more but not just here. be careful <laughs> because <laughs> i don't want to you are <laughs> another world star <laughs> situation <laughs> <laughs> too funny okay so i only have a couple more questions for you first do you have any advice that you would like to leave our audience with today all right my biggest advice is to be yourself but not in the way that most people say to be yourself of like oh if you like this go do that no like you need to go sit with yourself figure out what you like what you don't like figure out the boundaries that you want to have but you're not you're not following up with them mm -hmm. and just to be nice to people because you really never know what they're going through you could always apologize and stuff like that but you really just gotta be nice mm -hmm. well said i like both of those the first one i've never really thought of it that way so i'm gonna i'm gonna take that and i'm gonna sit with that yeah <laughs> and myself you gotta really get to know yourself before you can really get to know other people true that oh my gosh and that just speaks to me because lately i've been really like all right i gotta figure this out like who am i <laughs> Oh my gosh, when so when my guest just drops some serious advice on me every time. <laughs> I feel like that's how we connect though. Like you have to be open to wanting to try new things, but only if you feel comfortable with them, you know? Mm-hmm, so true. Well, thank you for that. Um, I also want to ask if you have any other work that you want to promote or if you want to say the name of your website, how to contact you, just drop it all at literally every way that anybody can see anything. <laughs> all right. So my personal Instagram is at Erica Brandwein, E-R-I-C-A-B-R-A-D-W-E-I-N. My business Instagram is at life.with underscore Erica. My YouTube channel is Erica Brandwine. My website is lifewitherica.net. And if anyone wants to do PR collabs, my email is lifewitherica101 at gmail.com. Go if off. If you want to do a podcast with me, you can do that. <laughs> yep, you already know. Go off, Erica. <laughs> she said, just keep it coming. Nice. I love it. Prepared. Okay, so... Um, I appreciate you coming on, and I hope that everybody enjoyed that uh, interview as much as I did. I really appreciate you opening up about your adoption and, like, your parents and everything. That was really cool. And, yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
right, now I'm joined by my co-host, Logan Riley. What's up, Logan? I'm doing great. I'm going to close the door. We got the Masters playing in the background. Sorry for the brief interruption. Had to mute the Masters playing in the back. Oh, in the background. <laughs> oh, you watch the Masters, bro? Uh, yeah. So does Pippin. So we are here to talk about Erica. Yeah, this is the part of the show where we uh, finally tell you what the answers to the trivia questions were. Brooke and Erica discussed the most expensive lip gloss in the world, and I'm here to fact check that little question and answer because first of all, she didn't even have the name of the product, and second of all, the answer that she gave was actually the price of the most expensive lipstick in the world. That's true. And so... Which was, by the way, the H, or H Couture uh, Diamond Lipstick. Yeah. So and, clear. <laughs> and, but points to Erica because the most expensive, like, actual production lipstick that I could find on the interwebs was uh, a Dior product, like she said. So we'll give so her at least half. three a, points. Yeah, uh, two and a half. Sure. Well, she already got one other half point. Oh, okay. Actually, She's they were all half points. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's that's doing pretty well in your trivia games. Mm-hmm. Um, for as far as like actually lip gloss goes, it's not a very high cost product, and even on like the luxury end, the most expensive I could find was, I don't know, like one hundred fifty, one hundred eighty dollars, in that range. Mm-hmm. Which is nothing for cosmetics. Because, you think so? Well, that shit's expensive. Okay, but... You can spend as much you, as you want. Even if you spend on cosmetics regularly, you're not spending that much on a product. Even if you're buying, like, a $60 primer or something, that's, like, that's a product that is regularly priced. You can buy a $1 primer, you can buy 60 but... What's primer? Is it kind of, like, for walls? Like, where... Yeah. It's, like, something you lay down to lay product on top of it? Yeah. So it sticks better? Mm-hmm. Stays all day. All day. All day. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to yeah. do. <laughs> I just don't have the voice. All day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know what you were trying to do. <laughs> Uh, so I messed up while I was interviewing Erica and I was just doing my hostly duties, getting the conversation moving and I accidentally cut a, her story short. Um, if you caught that, we did get left on a cliffhanger and then the subject had changed, but you know how like we'll be talking about something, we'll have a side conversation, we'll go back to what we were talking about. I forgot about the cliffhanger in the moment. So, Erica, if we have you on for a follow-up, please finish the story. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> yeah, we need to know, like, where we were going with the picture you got from your mom and the, in letter, the letter. And, like, I can't believe we don't have that. I know. I was editing it, and as soon as you started that story, I knew we didn't have the end. I was like, oh, frick. I don't know how this ends. Um. So, yeah. My mostly duties got away from me, but so did the convo, so... Oh well, it was still a good one. 
We'll just need the rest, please. <laughs> right. Please update. Right. This was one, like, I feel like you guys just scratched the surface. Like, there's a lot to know, this right? woman's story. Mm, totally and true. We didn't we didn't get the whole the whole thing. We got we gotta get that follow up interview. Right. I'm in intrigued. Like an, a year or so. I'm intrigued to see where she goes. I mean, to Me have too. the business taken you know, she quit her job, she's all in. And she just did like a month ago. Right. So it's recent news. So, so we we just got the little taste test. That's right. We're looking forward to the tip of the, the growth of life with Erica. And definitely somebody will circle back and check back in with in the future and as soon as i get my lip gloss i'll get everybody i'll give everybody the update on how like i said to erica how glossy my lips are (laughs) the long island accent (laughs) no i love the long island accent but i'm not i'll save you all from that because i actually did it (laughs) like 20 minutes ago and we lost all the audio to this spot that we've already recorded once oopsie and it kind of rambled <laughs> and i'll just let it we'll just leave it right <laughs> we'll there. just let it die with that last audio recording that we right. had yep it, <laughs> that's gone and that's a sign <laughs> so next time we have the wow. opportunity you guys can hear about logan's long island uber driver <laughs> and because the 10 minute thing he said <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear about it some other time. I only have a few stories, and I tell them over and over again. And now I've heard that story twice, so looking forward to the third. And the 50th. (laughs) No, by then I'll be telling it for you. (laughs) Gotta work on your accent, then. You gotta pronounce the G's. It's my favorite part. Long Island. No, we are getting back into this story, aren't we? (laughs) No, we're not. We're not. We're leaving it. We're letting it go. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, Brooke went discing the other day. Yep. And made a sweet, took some video, got some content for an upcoming video. Yeah. I'm excited to see the final product. I've only heard whisperings of this incredible film. I just started film. editing it today. And it's... It's a cute video. I think that it's really cute. I think it's just straight cute. Adorable. I'm to it. And it shows like some good disc shots. It shows the course. So if someone's interested in playing it, it's a good video. I the like course it. was called Fire Swamp. And I'm yeah. just imagining a scene from like she's playing disc golf in The Princess Bride. I met in the video <laughs> I referred to The Princess Bride because you know it's a fire. Did you swamp. see any rodents of unusual size? I saw an alligator, and that's what got me thinking, because I was in a very paranoid state because I had seen an alligator. Like, I got the sound on video, and then I tried to get footage, but I didn't. But maybe it's on there. I'm still kind of working through it. But, yeah, after seeing the alligator, I'm in a heightened state of awareness. I'm scared. And then I'm like, the rodents of unusual (laughs) size probably freaking live here. I got scared. I, like, considered cutting it short and leaving, but... Quitters never quit. Or wait. No, quitters generally quit. Players never quit. Winners never quit. Well, I didn't win, so I couldn't say that. But I mean, you didn't get beat. True. Speaking of which, let me just brag on everybody for a quick second. Winners never quit, so I could be a winner in this because all the discs I used in that video, I won at a disc golfing putting contest. So, boom, baby. Winners never quit. At Okeechobee. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. I am a winner. 
Totally. <laughs> you have a big guest coming up that you're really excited to talk to. Yeah, super excited. It's been excited. in the work for months. almost months. Mm, and literally since like... I've been hearing about it for a long time. No, so many months. Brooke is fired up. Like five months, for real. I'm not even lying. Another international guest. Yeah, Australian. Actually, I have two Australian guests coming up. That's... And... Was JJ from Australia? No, he was from Great Britain, right? I don't know, like, really where he's I think from. he's from the... I mean, he oh, referenced Brisbane? the UK at Oh, wait, that's in Australia. That's Australia. Okay, I don't know then. I don't know. Sorry, JJ, but I can't be remembering I think everybody's birthplace. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, actually, sure. we've had probably as just as many um, international guests as domestic guests, which is cool. It is cool. It's weird for the scheduling to be honest but it's really cool it's worth it worth waking up really early or staying up really late just to get the interview mm -hmm. but yeah i do in fact have a really exciting a really exciting guest coming up oh my gosh and we can't tell you much about this guest yet but it's a filmmaker and it's not steven spielberg no but has been um recognized with world titles for his filmmaking. So excited. Um, actually, you wanna know a secret? I'm like so paranoid that I'm just gonna mess this interview up. Like my one opportunity to have this uh, incredible interview that I will be indulging myself in entirely. <laughs> I'm so excited. Like if you know me, you know I, I just love film and I take it in and his work is so good. It's so well made, you know that every single detail of every speck in the frame was like perfectly crafted and like every movement was just like, you guys just keep listening. You'll hear it. You'll get to see his films. They are in fact on YouTube and yeah, I'm just really excited. Easter <laughs> eggs are international male award-winning Aussie. <laughs> Aussie. So. I have to stop trying to do this. Oh, wait, that was in our last, <laughs> our last recording. Oh, Austria, huh? Put another shrimp on the barbie. Oh, my gosh. Name that movie. Um, Jurassic Park. Dumb and Dumber. Oh. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of here. Okay, let's leave. Bye. Bye.